Good morning, everyone, and uh, happy Friday. Hope you had a great week and looking forward to your weekend. It's my privilege this morning to uh, share a few thoughts with you around Psalm 36 as part of our devotionals. Um, and it's a, it's a great build on, on what Nadine shared on, on Wednesday around Psalm 35. And you'll, you'll see when I read through this psalm that it's, it's a period where David was probably, pro probably still being uh, attacked by King Saul or his son. Um, in any event, he was, uh, he was facing some enemies and some wicked people. And he wrote this psalm. It's got um, 12 verses. And as I read it, I realized it's broken up into, into three parts, essentially. The first part, verses 1 to 4, um, David describes in quite a lot of detail uh, the attributes of wicked people and his enemies. And um, you'll see, he says it's even it has been revealed to him in his heart by God as to what wicked people are. Then the second part, I think it's verses 5 to, five to 9, uh, talks about the attributes of God. A complete 180 to uh, the first part of the psalm. And then it ends up, the third part ends with a prayer just uh, to, uh, to God to keep just pouring out his love towards us and to protect us from the wicked. So I'm going to just share a few thoughts with you. And to get us going, I want, to, I want to read verses 1 to 4 to you, which is part 1. It says, I have a message from God in my heart concerning the sinfulness of the wicked. There is no fear of God before their eyes. In their own eyes, they flatter themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. The words of their mouths are wicked and deceitful. They fail to act wisely or do good. Even on their beds, they plot evil. They commit themselves to a sinful course and do not reject what is wrong. So as you can see there, it starts off by saying, I have a message from God in my heart about the sinfulness of the wicked. Now, obviously, David was reflecting on this. It wasn't just something he, um, he ignored. He was deeply concerned by the nature of the wicked. And it says there quite clearly uh, that it's all about themselves. When I read this, I thought, it's about me, myself, and I, when you read this. Uh, the wicked is about, um, the, in their own eyes, they flatter themselves. The words of their mouths are wicked and deceitful. They fail to act wisely or do good. Even on their beds, they plot evil. So as I was thinking and reading about this, um, we, can, we can talk about wicked people, but I, just, I was convicted that all of us, even if we follow Jesus, there are tendencies sometimes in our own hearts. Uh, to have wicked thoughts or wicked behavior or just to do bad things. And when I read this, it, the word pride just jumped out to me and self-centeredness. Um, and as, as you read through this, it's all about me, myself and I. And it's something that, that just stood out for me. Verses 5 to 8 then, 5 to 9 says, Your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the skies. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains. Your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. I'm just going to pause there. Because as, as I read that, it's a complete 180 to what we just read about the wicked. And I love how he just describes these attributes of, of, of God. Your love reaches to the heavens. It's like a canopy that, that covers us. Um, that unfailing love that's, that it talks about in, in verse 7. 
Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains. Your justice like the great deep. So as I read that, and, and I, can, I can almost imagine David sitting in Khafrenet near the Valley of Desolation, um, just looking at the vastness of mountains, the depth of the valleys, um, the, how high the heavens and the skies are, and he's just completely almost overwhelmed by the magnitude and the significance of God's love, faithfulness, righteousness, justice for us as his people. And then he probably sees a, uh, an eagle soar, soaring uh, over the plateaus saying, people take refuge in the shadow of your wings. And he's, re he's just reminded um, the type of cover and canopy that God and his love, unfailing love, just provides us and protects us from the wicked. He then goes on to say, they feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. So can you see there's a complete shift in focus. The wicked focuses all on, them, on themselves and, and on their own behavior, on their own direction, on their own acts. They plot their own paths. Whereas in, this, in the next few verses, the focus shifts completely to God, God's greatness, God's glory, God's magnificence, um, God's love, enduring love. And the fact that it says, they feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. There's sustenance here. It's, uh, it's sustaining love and it's reliance on God as opposed to ourselves. So as I was reading this, I was just... Uh, reflect on my own life also and hopefully this is helpful to some of you where often in especially in these times we just try and work it out by ourselves and sometimes we we end up having a bit of pride in our hearts a bit of self-centeredness and then God just reminds us about his amazing glory and love for us that's that's unfailing um, that he sustains us and that we can actually go to him the fountain of life just for sustenance so I want to end off by just praying um, the, the last three verses over us where, where it says, Continue your love to those who know you, your righteousness to the upright in heart. May the foot of the proud not come against me, nor the hand of the wicked drive me away. See how the evildoers lie fallen, thrown down, not able to rise. And Lord, I just pray that um, all of us uh, go, go, go out um, into this weekend, into the weeks ahead that uh, you'll sustain us, that you'll remind us through your Holy Spirit to listen to that voice that comes from you and not follow our own, our own ways, but to yield to, to you and to rely on you for our strength and our guidance. I hope that was helpful. I hope you enjoyed that and have a wonderful Friday and an even better weekend. Cheers. Bye.